Have you ever felt completely lost, confused, been unsure with yourself or the direction your life has taken? I know I have felt that way before, and so has my friend Erica. Today, she tell her story of her journey through the wilderness, of how she came to accept God's love for her and find a love for herself too. Hi all, I'm Brandy Bostick and this is my friend Erica Sidek. She is a pastoral care assistant at the Methodist Children's Home in Ruston. She has been born and raised in the charming small town of Jonesboro, Louisiana. Eric and I became friends when she attended First West Baptist Church. She was even in my wedding. Fun times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so hey, Erica, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me. Uh, You have some exciting news to share with us today? Yes, this week I started on my second master's program for marriage and family therapy. Um, My first master's degree is in forensic psychology, and so I'm excited that God opened this door for me. I've been loving the program so far, and I'm hoping in the next few years that I actually can become a licensed marriage and family therapist. Wow, sounds awesome. You're a super master then. (laughs) (laughs) I'm super excited and super nervous. Yeah, well, I'm definitely proud of you, and I think you'll do great things with that. Thank you so much. But speaking of exciting news, isn't there something you'd like to share, too? Yes. So I'm 18 weeks pregnant and I'm about to find out like, what the gender of my baby will be. And I'm very excited about that. Finally get to buy some stuff. <laughs> I know you're excited about that. I'm going to have to say that I'm team boy. I just have this feeling that there's a little baby boy brewing in there. So we'll see. So I'm just <laughs> hoping for a healthy baby. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll be praying for that too. Well, let's get back to today's interview. Um, today we're here to talk about you, Erica, and how you came to see God's goodness in Him and in yourself. So you mentioned to me that in the past two years have been very monkey for you. Uh, Would you care to expound on that some more? Yes. And so the beginning of those past two years, I just finished a process of healing from a heartbreak. God had took me through that healing process. And this is where the two years began. And so I was feeling a lot of loneliness, uncertainty, confusion, self-doubt. I really honestly was just flailing around in the abyss, trying to figure out what my purpose in life was or who I was as a person, um, because the person I was looking at in the mirror was not the person I wanted to be. And God had revealed so much to me in the years prior about myself and my behavior that I knew that wasn't who He intended me to be. And so thus began the process of trying to find that person. Yeah. And that's definitely like a tough spot to be in. Um, just, you know, the uncertainty and that self-doubt, those are definitely enough to make you feel lost. And that's a terrible yes. feeling. I know I know a lot about that. Oh, man. I understand that you often put on a brave face and let other people think you're doing fine. But how are you actually on the inside? Yes, I did do that very often in those past two years. Probably not even a lot of people knew that on the inside, I was a complete mess. But I felt really empty and lonely. Often, I, oftentimes when I think back at it, it's like I can picture myself inside myself just screaming, just wondering, does anybody hear me? Because I am just a complete mess right now. I think about being in the middle of the wilderness, you know, like the desert. No one's around. You're all alone. And all you're doing is screaming because you just want a sip of water or a drop of water. But I would encourage anyone who feels that way right now to stop putting on that brave face and to start showing people that, hey, I'm not okay. And even start 
showing God that, hey, God, I'm not okay right now. So could you please help me? Yeah, because it's always okay to talk to God. Yes. But I also think it's really natural. Like, it's just a really natural instinct to, like, want to hide. Yeah. And to to want to be by yourself. I, mean, that's, I know that's one of my natural instincts for sure. Just, you know, just I just want to stay at home a lot of times. I don't feel good like that. And also just kind of reminds me of, like, Adam and Eve. You know, that's something they did. Yes. You know, put on animal skin clothes and they hid from God. Yeah. You know, and that's what we like to do, too. But we weren't made that way. No. And that's essentially what you I know? was doing. Yeah. I wasn't just hiding from my loved ones, but I was hiding from God. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, like, we weren't made for that. You know, we're not made to be to be hidden like that. But that's what you like to do. So, but what made you feel differently? I got a lot of encouragement from friends and family. I mean, I'm truly blessed to have the circle that I have of support and encouragement. But I really started to cling to Jesus and really dive into his word. But something that I really started to practice was every night before I went to sleep, I would kneel at my bed. Like I would actually get on the floor and kneel. And I would just pray, whether it be about the most simplest things. And I would find myself... All that stuff that was inside that I was hiding, I would find it coming out and being honest and open with God. And even things that I didn't even realize I was feeling in those in those moments, private moments with him kneeling at my bedside, I would find myself just really being authentic and just talking to him. And so through that, I began to feel differently, like in the way I just was living my life. Yeah, I think that I'm so glad you're sharing that today. Like, I feel like people, you know, needed to hear that. I know that you're at a different point now. You're yes. on the other side of this journey. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> and before we get into that, uh, can you explain just how we were able to climb out of that? Um, yes. And so what really worked for me was worship and prayer. And as I just stated, you know, the way I practiced in prayer and then worship, you know, having a job that I have to drive 30 minutes there and 30 minutes back, I really would just either dive into K-Love, the cross or my own playlist. And it was always worship music. And I would just find myself just like just singing my heart out to God. And there were plenty of times it could be a worship song that I've heard a million times, but I'd be right in the middle of it. And it would just be like, boom, like Jesus was right there sitting with me, telling me everything that I had been wanting to understand or to see, and I would just break and just cry. And so it was really through worshiping and prayer, again, being more open to his presence and his voice and his word, opening myself up, my spirit up, that I began to climb out of those, you know, dark places in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up about worship and stuff, worship and prayer, because, you know, those are the building blocks. You know, the foundation of us, how we communicate with God. Yes. And sometimes you overlook it. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just praying to God mm-hmm. or whatever. But really, it's a big deal. It and is. we don't do it uh, enough, really, mm-hmm. or we're not open like you were just saying. Mm-hmm. And so it's not as effective. Right. But when you're in the right state of mind, like it's, it gets you there. Like that's what connects us to God. So I'm so glad you brought that up today. And I also think we don't always believe that God is for us. Yeah. You know, but when we get in those moments, like you're talking about, like singing your heart out and you feel like, oh, he's right there with me. Right. That's when you know, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's with me. Yeah. (laughs) I know for myself, I had to like write that in my mirror one time, like that God is always for me, even though when it seems like he's not, he is. So um, it's really great for you to share. He's very faithful. And I know like through this process, you know, there have been promises that God had made me and 
I didn't understand because those promises that he made me, where were they? Because they weren't showing up in my life or in the situation or wherever I was at in that time. I'm like, you said this, but I'm seeing this. So explain that to me. And so I found myself being really honest with him. Like if I was angry at him, he would know I was angry at him because I would talk to him in a very angry voice. Like I remember this one instance on the way home from the children's home. It was, whew, hold on, I'm gonna get emotional. <laughs> I am not gonna cry today. And so, but I remember being in my car and I just felt so, my heart, like my heart just felt like it was so broken and I felt so alone and it's so confused. Like, God, you said this, but I don't see it. So why would you promise me this? And I don't see it. And I, I'm, I'm yelling at him like, I don't even believe you anymore. I don't even know what I believe right now. And I just was really angry. And I kid you not. It was as if God came down from heaven himself, got in my car, looked straight at me and said, it is coming. And I broke into a million pieces. And I cried. Mm. And that was about a few months ago. Now, what he was specifically referring to or what I feel like he was referring to, has it came yet? No. But I know that it is coming. Yeah. And he gave you that reassurance, you know, and that's the point of talking to him. And a lot of times when we talk to him, it's not just for him. You know, people right. say like, oh, why do I talk to God here? He already knows everything about me, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's for you, dummy. <laughs> you know, it's for that way he can like broaden our perspective. Like we're, we're, you know, we're just finite little people. Yeah. And we're not, you know, omniscient. We, we don't know all the little things going on out there, but and, he does. Yeah. And his timing is so different than ours because I'm going to be honest with you. And as a Christian, I'm sitting in that car and I'm crying and I heard those words, it's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm expecting that when I get home, he'll be there. He'll be there. Yeah. But that's not how he works. Because we want it. We want it now. Yes. <laughs> and that's how we are. And that's our humanness in us. But yeah. that's not how he works. But I'm so glad that's not how he works. Because if he were to give me what I truly desire right, right at that moment, at that time, I would have not been ready. Or, you know, a lot of times I feel like what I've learned is like, what we think we want is not really what we want. Yeah. You know, and God really knows us better than we do. He knows our true self. He knows, he knows what would really make us happy. Yes, he does. So I understand that you have a new favorite Bible verse that kind of goes along with that. What is? Well, yes. Well, it's been my favorite Bible verse for like, since I can remember. And it's yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, And it's for, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I mean, come on, right there. Out, yeah. of the, out of the mouth of God himself, plans to give you hope in a future. I mean, that was that has always been such encouraging to me, even in my mucky moments, you know, mm-hmm. even in during that time, you know, even if it's a bad day here and there, I'm reminded by Jeremiah 29, 11. God is for me. He is not against me. Ever. Never, ever, 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 ever. And I like the, like a few verses down from that is something I like. And I feel like it goes on with your story too. Is Jeremiah 29, 13. It says, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I just feel like so far, that's exactly what you've been sharing. It's like when you found God, not like found God for the first time, but like, but in that moment of need, like when you finally started seeking him out and having those real honest conversations with Mm -hmm. him. 
He was there. He was. He was always there. Yeah. <laughs> but that, now you can hear him. <laughs> yeah. And that verse is actually highlighted in my Bible as well. And but I, <laughs> but I like that like like you said with being real with God, I like the way I phrase it and I like the phrase it is I'm being authentic with him. I'm being my mm-hmm. authentic self. And and when I'm being authentic with him in, in all my human emotions, I find that I am actually being my authentic self. And that's who he wants me to be. Yeah. And it's a beautiful picture, it's a beautiful painting, and it just brings you closer and closer with him in having that relationship. Um, you said you also have a favorite worship song to you, uh, Quiet by Elevation Rhythm. Yes. And so this is a new song that probably came out, I'm not really sure how long ago, but it's the stripped down version. Mm. There's kind of like an upbeat version to <laughs> okay. Quiet, but the one I like is the stripped down version. So it's like more acoustic-like? Yes. Okay, and cool. oh my goodness, I can't listen to it without crying like a baby. <laughs> but what it really speaks to me is Be Still. And a lot of times when we hear the word be still, we think of physically stop moving. But for me, there's so much a lot of times going in my mind, mm-hmm. so voices, advice, different what ifs or this and that, that when I hear this song, it reminds me to quiet my mind, be still in my mind, be still in the presence, be still physically. And I'm opening myself up to his presence and, I, and I'm quieting my spirit so that I can hear his spirit. And through this song, and it just reminds me that no other voice, not even my own, matters. His voice is the only one that truly matters. Yeah, that reminds me of that Bible verse, like uh, Psalms 4610, which says, be still and know. Yes. And you're knowing that he is God. Yes. He's got it. Hallelujah. The big picture. Yes, he does. And all you do is just be still, like you're just saying, yeah. and know that. And like, have confidence in that. It is. And it's very yeah. encouraging and relaxing, knowing that there's yeah. nothing that... And empowering. Yes. You know? Takes you from feeling hopeless to, like, full of hope. Yeah. Hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what are some things you say you've learned about God in your relationship with Him? Ooh, how much he is for me, but not only that, but how he chooses me every single day, every second of the day, regardless of what I'm doing in my life, how much he loves me, how he created me, and that my true identity is only found in him. It is not found in my works. It is not found in my relationships. It is found in him and him alone, and that my relationship with him is so much more spiritual. Yeah. And he has shown me so many things, even through work and then just through life itself, whether it be how to really love someone and how to really forgive someone and how forgiveness is such a huge thing. Grace is such a huge, Mm -hmm. such a huge thing. I love him so much. Mm -hmm. And the real him, not just the idea of him. Yes. And it's like I can't even have words because I'm in awe every day of who he is Mm -hmm. and how for me he is. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it, that undoes me a lot too, especially around Easter. I'm like, oh, when I just think about how much just for me, yeah, and how much he pursues me, yes. I'm like, really? I mean, <laughs> he endures constantly so much for me, and he still does every you day, know, like, regardless yeah. of what I'm doing, yeah. Which makes me think of like, this is my, one of my favorites, is Second Timothy 2 13. It says, uh, that even when we are faithless, like, we're just straight up walking the other way, he gave up, he remains faithful, yes. 
because he cannot deny himself. And that just gets me all the time. Every time I read that, I'm like, wow, just in all of that. And what that means, that, that verse is, you know, strictly for believers because um, if you're a believer, you've acknowledged your own sin and you acknowledge your need for God. You have his spirit within you. He's within you and he cannot leave you. Right. So does it matter what it was? He's going to be there. And that is so comforting. So comforting to know. I mean, it is because like we're, we're sitting here talking about my journey through the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm in this wilderness, there were times that I was faithless, that mm-hmm. I didn't have faith. And I didn't even know if I could trust him. But guess what? Even in those moments, or I was angry at him, even in those moments, guess what? God still remained faithful to me. Mm-hmm. I was still his child. He still loved me. He was still right next to me. Even when I was trying to just be roaming in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. And I can't Do believe your own thing. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> okay, Eve. <laughs> yes. And and he like he is so mm-hmm. faithful. And I'm so glad that he's faithful because of his faithfulness. Look where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, God, for being faithful. Even when I chose not to be faithful, thank you for loving me. Even when I was having a hard time loving you back, thank you for not being angry with me. Even when I was angry with you. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I mean, can I go to heaven right now? <laughs> like just talking about it, I get yeah. excited. Yeah. I mean, he just kind of sees the full person and not just our circumstances. Yes. Not, not just that one moment of weakness, but the whole person. And, you know, he created us. Yes. He knows our heart and soul. Yeah. Very encouraging. And I feel like somebody needed to hear that today. Um, do you have any other advice or last words to share for our listeners today? Be still. Quiet yourself and listen to God. Because I can promise you, he's right there. Mm, such a good word, Erica. And thank you for being here today and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. It's been great. My name is Erica, and this is my story of the middle. Psalms 42. He brought me up from a desolate pit out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. <laughs>